Hello everyone and welcome back to the Knowledge Group podcast. My name is Andy and we'll be taking a deeper dive into what our speakers are looking to cover at upcoming Knowledge Group events. This week we're going to be looking at significant trends and developments in the sales tax landscape in light of South Dakota versus Wayfair. The event's going live October 18th, running between 12pm and 2pm Eastern Standard Time. And today we're going to hear from two of our four panellists. We're going to hear from Chuck Maniacci, the Director of Regulatory Analysis at Sovos. And then we're going to hear from Richard Fry, a partner at Buckingham, Doolittle and Burroughs LLP. The full information of all of our panellists can be found on the Knowledge Group website. The link will be in the description box down below. Along with the code PODCAST25, that'll get you 25% off your first webcast registration. Once again, that's code PODCAST25 for 25% off of that first webcast registration. Let's turn things over to our speakers now. Hello, everyone. My name is Richard Cram. I'm the MTC National Nexus Program Director. I've had that position about two years, and then for about 15 years prior to that, I worked as the Policy and Research Director at the Kansas Department of Revenue, so have a lot of experience on the State Tax Administration side. Uh, I've been following the, as, as most folks with uh, the state have been uh, doing, we've been following the, following the Wayfair decision closely, and uh, of course that was huge news when it came down last June. So what I'll be talking about is uh, just a quick overview of the Wayfair decision itself, and then I'll get into the state reactions to that decision. Many of them have adopted, even prior to the decision, adopted uh, economic nexus uh, statutes similar to South Dakota's, where South Dakota was the state that uh, brought the lawsuit that ended up in the Wayfair decision. Several states have enacted uh, economic nexus regulations. We'll talk about those. Uh, a number of states have also simply just published notices indicating uh, the date that they're going to commence uh, requiring remote retailers that meet certain uh, sales thresholds or number of transaction thresholds to start collecting. And we'll also talk about the notice and reporting statutes that several states enacted kind of in anticipation of the Wayfair decision and in uh, following the lead of Colorado, which was the first state to enact those and, and was successful in getting them uh, past constitutional challenge. Those are probably going to fall by the wayside now that the Wayfair decision gives states the authority to require remote retailers to collect uh, use tax, but uh, they're still out there. Uh, also, I'm going to touch on the uh, the latest trend that uh, states are, ta are taking, and that's to enact laws that would require marketplace facilitators to collect on behalf of all the marketplace sellers selling off on their platforms. There are about 11 states that have done that so far, and that trend is, uh, is continuing. Some states also have uh, enacted click-through nexus laws. We'll touch on those briefly. And uh, a few states cookie, what's called cookie nexus. We'll talk about that. And then I'll finish up just uh, uh, mentioning the states that so far have not published any post waiver guidance. Uh, rest assured, they're, they're certainly working on it and uh, developing that, but uh, 
there are some that still haven't published any guidance one way or the other. Thank you. Hi, everybody. My name is Chuck Maniacci. I'm the Director of Regulatory Analysis at Sovos. Sovos is a, um, a provider of software solutions that look to solve a variety of regulatory problems, including sales tax calculation, remittance, and compliance. As the, as the Director of Regulatory Analysis, my job is to make sure that the content, rates, and rules in our system are always accurate. And I've been at Sovos for about 15 years now, and for most of that time, my primary focus has indeed been sales tax determination. So today, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> so uh, as part of this presentation, what I'd like to talk about is some of the downstream implications of the Wayfair decision that might not be being considered in the immediate moment as sellers are looking to determine whether or not they have an obligation. So first, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, the global uh, implications of Wayfair and in many ways uh, what the Supreme Court has done here in the United States is emblematic of a global trend in taxation. And that global trend is to apply tax based on the buyer's location, whether or not the whether or not the seller has any sort of business establishment there. So really for uh, sellers outside of the United States, this rule shouldn't come as a surprise to them. It exists in other countries as well. We'll also talk about how seriously sellers that are outside of the United States should take this, um, this new situation in the United States and, and how they should think about whether they should look to comply with these state requirements going forward. We'll also talk about what an expanded nexus footprint under these Wayfair rules mean for downstream. Meaning once you've put in a process to calculate the tax correctly, what are some of the other requirements that you need to also consider to ensure that your organization is 100% compliant? So for example, we'll talk a little bit about filing and how uh, filing might be accomplished in these states in a post-Wayfair world. Uh, in fact, we'll talk about uh, some simplifications being offered by a number of states to make filing more manageable for remote sellers. We'll also talk about certificate management and what that means is the obligation to collect and, uh, collect and maintain exemption certificates from your clients that aren't subject to tax based on the nature of the purchaser or the nature of the use to which the item will be put. Think, for example, sales for resale or sales to manufacturers. That, that obligation to, to maintain certificates will exist in more states in a Wayfair world, and it's important for sellers to understand that they'll have to both calculate, remit, and manage their certificates accurately to make sure they're not exposed to risk. Finally, near and dear to my heart, <laughs> we'll talk about how sellers faced with these new obligations might want to consider the question of whether they want to adopt software. In the, in the Supreme Court uh, Wayfair decision, at least four times, the court mentioned the availability of affordable software that allows organizations to manage this compliance requirement. I'll talk a little bit about that software and, and, and lay out some of the 
uh, decision points a seller should consider when evaluating a software solution. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast, where we're going to be discussing significant trends and developments in the sales tax landscape in light of South Dakota versus Wayfair. Once again, our event's going live October 18th between 12 and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of the information you'll need to sign up and participate is in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25. That'll get you 25% off your first webcast registration. All the information you need is in the description box. The code again, PODCAST25, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care.